Hello and welcome to For the Record, our bi-weekly show in which we take one recently released album and take a deep dive into it. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on the world's best internet radio station, BFF.FM, or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about the debut album from Plains, a collaboration between Jess Williamson and Katie Crutchfield of Waxahachie. It's called I Walked With You A Ways, and it starts out with a song called Summer Sun. It was always fun getting a little drunk on your back deck in the rain. And I cook for you like a good woman do. You had no Crutchfield are both have their own careers as singer songwriters and they met a few years ago when Williamson was opening on uh, Crutchfield's boyfriend Kevin Morby's tour and they became friends and they kind of bonded over the fact that they both released new albums at the beginning of 2020 that they really felt they had put a lot into and were really kind of statements for their careers and then the pandemic hit so they didn't get to go on tour with them and so then they started just kind of talking more and talking about writing songs together yeah and the beautiful thing to me is that two people who have really made a huge mark as solo artists and i think they've talked about in interviews that uh coming together what they really seized on was vocal harmony and how beautiful their two voices can sound singing together and that I think is really the through line here is that I think nominally this is Jess Williamson on lead vocals but so much of it is that harmony that is greater than the sum of its parts and it's really makes a remarkable through line here where you know eventually after repeated listens I kind of got the sense of like okay these are the Williamson songs these are the Crutchfield songs but so much of it is anchored by that, you know, Voltron voice. And it's really amazing. Yeah, they each had separate songs that they had written separately and they sing the lead vocals on those. But then they came, brought them all together and collaborated and f- finished them all out. Yeah. And it's we start to see the beginning of a theme here because this is a song about, hey, I'm leaving. It's kind of my fault, but it maybe it's also kind of your fault and it's both of our faults and it's none of our faults. And it's a very kind of mature statement of not, of just trying to be kind of philosophical and just like, well, it's, it, this is ending and it's, it's, it's time. But it's, I like that there's a lot of implied depth to the story. Yeah. There's a, the title, which is also the title of the last track. I walk with you away is, is, you know, they've talked in interviews about how it's about the idea of you can be with someone for a while and that relationship ends, but it doesn't mean it wasn't important or had didn't have an impact on your life. And I think that's the, a theme that runs throughout these songs. Yeah, although 
I think coming out of this song that yes, it's this beautiful statement and this is written by Jess Williamson. That's I think about there's no blame to go around. I think we go into a song that Katie Crushfield wrote kind of in response to that. That is, I think, a little more uh, sharp, let us say, and it's called Problem With It. Crutchfield had written this in response to Williamson's songs, which she brought Summer Sun and Aveline, which were about personal experiences for her. And then hearing the story, Crutchfield wrote this song. And they've talked in interviews about how it was a relief for after writing so much personal material as, a, as singer-songwriters to kind of write songs about characters and lyrics that weren't kind of directly reflective of their personal experience and also just generally having someone else singing part of the time was kind of nice yeah i think uh, what katie crushfield i think told pitchfork of i'm trying to write from a unified perspective and how that was different for her and i think it does come through that a lot of these songs don't have a lot of detail there's not like a lot of fine detail but instead there's this real sense of universality and things are kind of to the extent that there are narrative details they're very impressionistic but there's this sense of this is more than either of us and these are really universal themes that apply to everyone and so i think it's and it's great because they have their solo work which can be intensely personal and this can be a little still emotional but more universal necessarily uh i think this is also great the kind of sonic balance where you know summer sun so country and then here uh create couch field going into i th think a slightly more rock direction with that electric guitar that we heard a little bit of and there's a more extensive guitar solo later in the song and i think it's a kind of fun i mean they talk about it being a homecoming because i think they're known for maybe country-ish music well they i mean both grew up in the south in the 90s when country was king of everything yeah and i think they sort of reacted to that in their own songwriting yeah. of being more indie you know more rock flavored and crutchfield has even talked about how she used to try and hide her southern accent because she didn't want to come across as country and now coming together like they realize their appreciation for that kind of music and the songs that they used to sing along to in the car when they were kids. Yeah. And so I think they, yeah, finding that, yeah, reaching back to childhood, reaching back to past experiences, I think maybe perhaps it is one of the most kind of personal songs on the record that is, I think, this next track coming from Jess Williamson, which is called about a very specific place, Abilene. We don't need a 
talk about Abilene Cause Abilene don't mean No coffee shop, no liquor store So I don't talk about Abilene no more Young lovers like to dream We'll settle down and we'll make a good team song plays such a fun trick I think where we come in what feels like this first verse and then it turns out that was actually the chorus after all because we we hear that return of the you know I don't need to talk about Abilene and but with the harmony coming in and like oh wait this is actually the chorus and so I love that trick and so it's first seems like first first chorus and like no that was actually we're coming back to that and then I love that, oh, but then that chorus, only the first half of it is the same and it mixes up every time. And you know, I talked about this being very specific and personal and about a place, but I love that it's about a place by saying what it isn't. And so it mm-hmm. has it's just a very interesting take on writing about past experience. It's also a return sonically to, you know, the first song we heard a lot of banjo and a lot of very kind of country flavored instruments a lot of acoustic and then in problem with it there was a lot more electric guitar and it had a much more full band sound but all of these songs sound very like lush there's a lot of full instrumentation but it's you know brad cook who is the producer and who also produced crutchfield's last album saint cloud which was amazing did some of the instrumentation and then his brother Phil who's a also a multi instrumentalist came in and did some more and then Jeff Tweedy's son Spencer did the drums and some other uh, a few other instruments so it's kind of impressive that these people just kind of joined in with them and produced such a full sound yeah it's a really rich and I mean the band is phenomenal and you get so much combination like there's I think a little bit of mandolin mm-hmm. tucked in there the slide guitar and then it's also, I guess, a very kind of country waltz three, four time, which gives it this very classic old fashioned feel. Mm. And I think I, I read one review, which really frustrated me talking about like, oh, the, the band is faceless. And it's like, yeah, they should not be standing out. Like, <laughs> let these two amazing artists who are yeah. at the front of the band shine. So I think they do exactly the right thing. I mean, Spencer Tweedy's drumming, I was repeatedly struck by. It's not flashy, but it's so solid and he does a great job of establishing the mood with these. It's not, it's steady and as she goes and let these two shine. So now this song is fantastic and it's, yeah, it's a fantastic, I was coming to the middle of this record and it's again, this through line of looking back on past experiences and how you need to learn to grow and get past things. And so there's so much consistency with these two artists' visions and so many, the sort of two different musical styles fantastic so far and the next song is my favorite on this record it's called hurricane i blow into town babe 
song reminds me so much of Fire on the last Waxahachie record, St. Cloud. It's just got her that energy in her voice where she's I, it, it she has so much character to her voice. Yeah, I feel like this is the most like straight Katie Crutchfield. Like she yeah. is in in front, and I talked about how on a lot of this album their voice is really bland, and this is I think to me the one where she is the most kind of upfront. And it's actually if you watch the music videos, most of them are the two of them, and it's kind of the singing is very much secondary to kind of the visuals and the storytelling. And then this is a one where the video is just her and it's the focus on her and her singing. And for a good reason, it's such a powerful song and it's all about her voice and this passionate expression. Yeah. And her sing like she sings so well with someone else too. And she says it's probably because she grew up singing with her twin sister, Alison Crutchfield, and they would harmonize together. And so this is something that I think is very close, close to her heart. And as far as far as things she likes to do. And I think there is something about singing with other people together that it's just a really great, uh, really great feeling. Yeah. But again, I think here, this is such an, I think maybe the most ambitious, Ambitious structurally, like I love how there's this verse always ends with these refrains, baby, I'll come back to you repeated. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so sweet and yet kind of almost gets the little bit of this sense of urgency. Like, oh, is she trying to convince herself? Is she trying to convince her partner? And so I feel like even though there's this song is on one level about you know, learning to love yourself, learning to love your partner, learning to accept your flaws and their flaws and trust that you'll both be there for each other when it's in, when it really matters. But there you get the sense that like she doesn't she hasn't quite convinced herself hmm. a little bit just because of the repetition. Don't Sorry, whack I'm, the microphone. Yeah, gesticulating. No, it's 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 really it, good makes for good radio to it, gesticulate your, with oh, your hands yes. a lot while the Yes, well I, I feel people can hear the passion in my voice. Uh and so yeah that this through line and yeah, that you have this refrain, and then there's the refrain, uh, which which of the baby coming up to you, and then there's this entire pre-chorus, which is a little bit about like, oh, I'm gonna kind of acknowledge my partner's flaws, and then finally this chorus that is so powerful, it needs to come back again and go even further with, I know you'll love me anyway, being that other kind of repeated, like trust that I'm gonna come, you can trust me, I can trust you, mm-hmm. and it's the through line, and I hate that there's that little bit of doubt because she trying so hard but it's i i also feel that just the the emotion is real and you're think, really reading a lot into this yeah i am well it's a it's a great song yeah, it feels like an instant classic it's so timeless yeah so the next song we'll play is called last two on earth leaving here tomorrow if it don't go my way and if it does or does it don't have much of
they said in the beginning that each of them came into the recording of these songs or kind of the finalizing of them with four songs they had written. And then there's another one that we didn't play that's a cover. And then this song, which was written uh, uh, with Crutchfield and her boyfriend, Kevin Morby, which I thought was very sweet. Yeah, this song, it in some ways, it does have a very different sort of songwriting aesthetic because I feel like everything else feels so unified. You know, I talked about with the, you know, the voices being in harmony so much, but also I feel like just instrumentally, there's just the sense of all of the instruments kind of playing. Whereas here, there really is a feeling of, to me, kind of three instrumental stars of this song where there's this guitar and piano that open the piece and then this organ that comes in during the choruses and gives it this real warmth. Mm -hmm. And then after the first two choruses, you first get the piano solo. So we initially guitar and piano together and then we get piano by itself really taking the lead. And then after the second chorus, we get the guitar solo. And so there's, it feels more like coming not from a duo, but from sort of an entire band where everyone is giving a chance to shine. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's nice in that sense. And I don't know how much of that is Kevin Morby, but it feels like, yeah, it's another one. Like for sure that cover feels very different. And then this song has kind of a different sense. And I think it's nice that we're kind of in the beginning, in the middle section of the record where the first bunches of songs were, I think, very sweet sounding but very emotionally intense and then this song i think is less intense although every song on this record when you really dig you realize oh all of these are really even if it's like oh we love each other like the last two people on earth but it's like ooh, your this relationship is maybe doomed also this is also the song that felt to me the most country sounding and when they talk about their influences for a lot of the sound being 90s country and like the shania twain years and the the chicks formerly the dixie chicks and i feel like this is the song that most transports me back in time to that kind of a sound even though it doesn't have this sort of classic country feel yeah and i, and I think it's great that the record has Again, especially those three, four waltzes feel so throwbacky, And then, yeah, this feels much more of that piece. And yet it has a depth. And maybe it was just me in the 90s. I wasn't ready to see sort of the merit that existed in that 90s country. But they're kind of going back and drawing inspiration from it and making great music now. I don't think any of it sounds throwbacky. I think there's a retro feel to it, but okay. it still feels timeless. Okay. okay, timeless. But what... Again, I feel like the three, four feels more old fashioned, whereas then a song like Hurricane to me just feels like instant yeah. classic of its time of no time at all. And and whereas some of the other songs feel like, oh, I'm definitely back in the mid 20th century. So the next song we'll play is called Easy. Keep your own time. You know I wasn't gonna be much better. Call a spade a spade. You gotta shield yourself from stormy weather and onslaught. Cynical people, babe, and I'm not, I never was. It's not gonna be easy, babe, and you're not gonna believe it when you shake off what's weighing down heavily, but it's like this song does such a good job of really bringing us into the tail end of the record where it's sonically one of the most kind of slight and insubstantial tracks like it has this very gentle brushed drums Mm -hmm. and piano sound it's really short it even has that very kind of pop radio fade out at the end Mm -hmm. and so it really it goes down easy 
appropriately <laughs> enough. And yet Sonic, you know, that's the sound of it. And yet the lyrics are so simple and yet so much about after all of this record about being in tough experiences and kind of realizing, okay, this is not going to work and I need to learn from this, but also leave and move on. And it's about, and this song seems to be saying like, well, at some point you have to learn when to stay and work it out and it won't be easy and it's worth it to make it work. <laughs> so it's, it has that, it, there starts to be this real sense of hope injected into what I think sonically very bright, but very sort of thematically kind of dark record. Yeah. And you mentioned that it's short. A lot of these songs just don't overstay their welcome. They're really short and sweet. The whole record is 10 tracks and I think it's like 30 something minutes. Yeah. It's a real efficient. Yeah. And I always admire that because I think to produce a shortish record like this, you have to kind of edit out a lot of ideas that don't quite work. And on the flip side, that was one of the things that these two said they liked working, liked about working together was that some of the things that they felt less confident about, they would share them with the other person and she would be like, oh no, that's great. And like, here's how, you know, you might want to think about developing it a little bit. And, you know, they were able to bring out the best in each other um, in the songwriting process. Yeah, it's really remarkable that I guess they've only known each other for what five years and yet you do get this sense of they got on each other's wavelength and really are like able to bring out the best in each other in a huge way and I think they talked about how like they pretty much as soon as they met they're like oh no this is like my new amazing friend yeah and it's really sweet to hear that and it's really great that we get to enjoy the benefits of that with songs like this and I guess this is the last Katie Crutchfield song uh, as we come into the home stretch and the next song we'll play is the penultimate track from Jess Williamson. It's called No Record of Wrongs. Williamson's voice I really thought this was a song that Katie Crutchfield had had written because it feels so much more like her style than it does Williamson but I guess it's also an example of how they may have influenced each other during the songwriting process yeah I mean you do get the sense of that they did some writing apart but I guess 
that I've seen the process described as they started writing the record, but then they met up in Kansas City where Kitty Crushfield lives and then later came to Texas where Jess Williamson still lives. And then, so it was kind of cool that they both went to their separate yeah. hometown, home turf to yeah. kind of write, but they did go together to their separate yeah. home turf before then, I guess, recording in North Carolina. And so it had, they, it was very much started separately, but ended up collaboratively. And yeah, this is such a like song that really, I think surprises me because it is so poppy to me, the way it sounds through the verses and choruses, it feels so kind of down the middle, just like, oh, this is totally, I wouldn't say expected, but nothing about it seems like super distinctive. And then when we kind of finish that chorus, which we play the second chorus, and then it just abruptly goes into this, this sort of bridge that almost sounds like another verse, but it takes this really darker perspective where it's like, oh, they're, you know, where the lyrics are all about like being open to love. And then it's just like, dark like cigarettes and potted plants and empty bottles and it really feels like this kind of trashy world and then immediately takes this left turn into this high no record of wrongs the title of the song and so it's almost like oh i'm open to love oh things are bad oh i'm totally like transcendently like casting aside my past and it all happens so abruptly that it's a miracle the song works because it's in so many different years so quickly it's kind of amazing yeah, this all of these songs on the record are standouts. It was even tough trying to find two to drop, and I like them all. But the last song that we'll go out with is the title track, I Walked With You Aways. And I just want to read a quote from an interview um, with Jess Williamson that I think really kind of sums up the record. And she said, um, you know, I wrote that song, and I knew it was going to be on the record, and I think it was Katie's idea. She was like, what if we named the album I Walked With You Aways? And I loved it. It makes so much sense with the tenor of the album. It's a lot about leaving. It's about things not working out and kind of trusting yourself. I think ending the album with that song and titling the record leaves it on a positive note because that song is about how not everyone is going to stay in your life, but that doesn't mean it's a mistake. And we learn and we grow from those people that come in and out of our lives and they're there for a reason. Yeah, it's a remarkable way to end a remarkable record. And the only kind of sour note maybe for me is that I think they're very public about saying like, oh, we plan for this to be, we're just doing one album. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really glad that at least Jess Williamson in an interview with Indie Week said, well, anything can happen. I'm certainly open to it when it comes to maybe making more music. And so we can certainly hope because so many of these songs are amazing. The ones that are, the non-standouts are still, would be standouts on any other record. I don't even like country music really. And I feel like this song, this album really grabbed me. And a number of the tracks I think are just like instant classics. And I would include the last track. Right. So we'll go out with that. As I said, it's called I Walked With You A Ways. And you've been listening to For The Record. And we've been discussing the Plains album with that title. Thanks for listening. Busted out the gates of your world I'm clinging to my candle in this dark valley No one watches over me No one watches over me On the winding path of life Sometimes you walk alone Cause people Done. 
member of the BFF.fm podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.fm, best frequencies forever.